Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heavenbound podcast family. This month, the month of March, we're looking at Jumpstarts written from the book of Leviticus. This is Jumpstart number 3019, first written February 4th, the year 2022. Leviticus chapter 3, verse 2. And he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering and slay it at the doorway of the tent of the meeting. And Aaron's sons, the priest, shall sprinkle the blood around the altar. I've been reading Leviticus. You might wonder why. Leviticus gets a bad rap for being tedious, boring, and a very little application for us today. Given a choice of what to read in the Bible, most would turn to the Psalms or Philippians or one of the Gospels, but not Leviticus. Yet it's in our Bible. We need to read every single page of our Bibles. The pages of the Bible, even those that are difficult, even those that seem tedious, even those that some call boring, the pages that we love, even the pages that need to be read that are hard for us. Leviticus opens immediately with instructions about sacrifices. Our verse today surrounds the peace offering. As one reads through these various offerings, it quickly becomes apparent that the priests were working in what we call a slaughterhouse. Our verse today focuses upon the offering of an animal from a herd, which makes us think of a cow or an ox. This isn't a small animal. From our verse, the man offering the sacrifice would place his hand on the head of the live animal. The throat would be slit so the blood could be collected. After the animal died, the kidneys and the lobe of the liver, as well as the fat of the entrails, were to be removed and burned. Other sacrifices detail what was to be done to the skin of the animal. We read this and don't put much thought into this. Today, let's put some thought into that. First, the sound of a gasping animal as it dying can be terrifying. Trying to hold this bleeding animal still would be a challenge. Then the priest would have to know what the kidneys and liver looked like. They had to have the tools and the knives to open up the animal and remove those organs. And then all the blood. Blood on the ground, blood on the altar, blood on the priest, blood likely on the person making the sacrifice. I know myself all too well to know that I would pass out on the ground. This was not a sight for the faint of heart. The sounds, the smell, the blood, the burning aroma, this is just the peace offering. There are many, many more sacrifices to be made. Second, one would think that the ordeal of going through those bloody sacrifices would be enough to deter one from doing wrong. You'd think that, but it didn't. All through these pages of the Bible, Israel struggles with their faith in the Lord. They grumble. They bow to idols. They don't listen to the word of the Lord. More sacrifices, more gasping animals, more blood, more smells. Third, the price of doing wrong was expensive. Imagine today having to buy a cow or a lamb to offer to God for your wrongs. Google tells me that the cost of a live cow is between $2,000 and $5,000. That's expensive. Most of us would be in a world of hurt if we had to come up with that. God made provisions for using lambs and even birds for those who could not afford the other costs. But still, that was an expense. I wonder if we've made grace cheap. We say something that we shouldn't say. We manifest a wrong attitude. And all we say is, I'm sorry. That's it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry doesn't cost so much. And maybe that's one reason why we don't get bothered so much about sin. Imagine having to come up with a few thousand dollars, then having to stand there with our hand on the animal's head as it was slaughtered. Maybe that would change our thoughts about doing wrong. Fourth, even after that, all that cost, the mess, the blood, the sound, the smells, after all of that, the sin was not taken away. 
Ancient Israel went through so much to have so little. And here we stand, not having to buy any animals, knowing that the bloody sacrifice of Jesus removed our sins forever. What a blessing and what a joy it is to be on this side of the cross. Salvation has made us free. Salvation has brought us close to God. Salvation has cleansed us. A horrendous as slaughtering an animal before us, imagine the dying Jesus, gasping for air as most crucified ones died of suffocation. Blood pouring from his scalp, his hands, his feet, his back, died not quickly like those animals in Leviticus. Jesus hung on that cross for hours. The animal sacrifice in Leviticus had no idea what was going on. Jesus did. The animals had no choice. Jesus did. And as we take the Lord's Supper this Sunday, take a long look at that juice in the cup. Put those thoughts into your mind. It wasn't a dumb animal that lost his life for us. It was a son of God. And he did that willingly because he loved you. This ought to make us taste the sin, take sin very seriously. It ought to make sin very sour to us. This ought to make us step a bit closer to the Lord. This ought to make us realize what God thinks of you. God so loved the world that he gave. Maybe we ought to return a little bit more often to the book of Leviticus. There's a lot more there than we may realize. Thank you so much for listening.